Come live on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. A new day brings new topics. Our sports talk brings extensive debate and analysis by the host, expert contributors, and callers. We discuss it all. Join us weekdays at 6 p.m. and 7 p.m. on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hello, hello, beautiful people. It is Philadelphia Eagles Day. Yes, it is. <laughs> Welcome to She Knows Sports with myself, Brittany Jones, alongside Miss Princess Cooper right here on Never Had It So Good Sports Radio. Hi, Princess. How are you today? I'm good. We're just going to come right on with it, huh? <laughs> We're going to come right on with it. Yes, we are. It is Thursday night football. I am ready to go. I'm excited. They need to redeem themselves, although they won. But, yes, Princess, mm-hmm. you ready to talk some sports? I am. Let's do it. Let's do it. But before we get to Thursday night football, I want to recap <laughs> Monday's night football first and talk about uh, everything that's going on. Um, it's unfortunate, but we do have to talk about it. So on Monday night football, Bills versus Jets, the very first series the Jets had, I think it was, what, maybe four plays into the yep, game, snap. Uh, quarterback Aaron Rodgers went down with an Achilles injury. He officially, uh, it was announced he officially tore his Achilles and he is out for this season. Princess, do you see him coming back at the age of, I think he's about 40 years old right now, 39, Yeah, 40. he turns 30, he turns 40 um, at some point this year before the season ends. Um, it, I think he will just because I don't think he wants to end it like this. Um, But an Achilles recovery is no easy one. Um, I've been around it several times in my my family. And this time next year, he'll he'll still be struggling, um, especially at his age. Uh, So, Mm -hmm. but I'm going to predict he will just because, you know, um, it's Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think you want to have all of that hoopla and all of that signing bonus and all of this, and you leaving the team to come to the Jets, and the Jets putting all of their eggs in the Aaron Rodgers basket and surrounding him with people that he wanted, and then you play four snaps, 93 seconds, and that's what we have. Um, I I think that's tough to accept Um, and crazy. I don't know if I've ever seen anything crazier in the NFL and for your expectations to be dashed like that in just one one series, the first series, um, and he has a torn Achilles. And they slow mode it down. You can see when that thing actually popped. You can see his yep. calf flex. Um, so, uh, you know, just because of that, I, I'm sorry to the, to the Jets fans, but they've had a whole line of just disappointment and hurt, and this is another one. Um, and I'm sorry that this happened to Aaron Rodgers. I've never been an Aaron Rodgers fan, but I don't want to see any athlete, fellow athlete, mm-hmm. get hurt and to lose – time um and he you have to say he was he's been good for the game of football but i think he comes back Brittany, just because i don't know if he wants to go out like this but it's going to be difficult and i don't know if he'll be back in time to even practice next preseason but it's a tough injury yeah it, it is definitely a tough injury um you're definitely out for a year like you said mm-hmm. we're not sure if he's going to be back next preseason um, age is a factor here. Age is definitely yeah. a factor. I mean, I never tore my Achilles, but I actually strained it or pulled it, pulled it when I was playing basketball in high school, and that hurt. That I couldn't play for mm-hmm. 
about the entire year. So I can only imagine someone at the age of 39 years old completely tearing it, trying to get back to football. Do I think he can do it? Yes. I think he has the mentality to do it, the mindset to do it, because um, he does not want to go out that way. Just like Tom Brady. When Tom Brady got hurt, everybody said, oh, he's going to retire, such and such. Nope, he came back the very next year and hopes to win another one because these, these guys are competitors. They want to win, and they don't want to go out like that way. We've seen the same way with, with Kobe Bryant when people say he was too old. Um, yeah. This is it for him, you know. So I do see see him coming back. I wish the best for him. I agree with you. I feel bad for Jets fans. I think mm-hmm. they still have a chance, though, um, because I look at it this way. The 49ers, for a long time, their defense carried them to Super Bowls. I think yeah. the Jets, their defense can potentially carry them to Super Bowls as long as they have that team chemistry, as long as they come together and they say, you know what, we got this. The 49ers have been doing that for years. So I think the Jets, yeah. I actually think the Jets have the number one defense after that first week. It's incredible. That defense is incredible, and you just never know what can happen. Well, I agree with you. I don't. I, I agree with you that they can go far, um, but I don't think that they have a chance to even win their division. I think Buffalo is going to come back, um, even though I'm surprised that Josh Allen came out with three interceptions. But if Tua can stay healthy, that's another foe. And even mm-hmm. the the Patriots, um, who are not there yet as far as talent on the field, they have a good coach, and their coach can win them a couple of games. And mm-hmm. team against a Zach Wilson-led team, uh, you know, and yep. it'll be a low-scoring game. So I think it's going to be tough for them to win their division. But if you're talking about defenses, I agree with you. Um, they're at least the second best. I, I thought my Cowboys were the first um, this past uh, this past week. But um, New York Jets <laughs> look good. Of course, that's what you're going to say. You know, we're division foes. <laughs> but – there's no way that anybody on this green earth thought that it would be 40 to nothing with the Giants and for them just to be a turnover machine, and that, that me and the Giants and Saquon Barkley. So, but you're, I agree with you. That defense is, 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 is special and ready. Yeah. Um, look, I give credit to the Cowboys. I really do. But they did go up against the Giants. The Giants are just terrible. Uh, they are not the Bills. <laughs> they are not the Jets. <laughs> they are not. Look, I give Steelers more credit than than them. I didn't have the Steelers win that all. But um but no, just get back to the Jets. Um Princess, I have this question to ask you. Do you think um the NFL should get rid of turf? A lot of players complain about the turf. There have been uh, uh, uh documents out there, people have done their research that the turf does cause more, a little bit more injury. Um and that these players they want grass. Do you think all NFL stadiums should be required to rip up their turf and to put back down and to put uh, grass back into these stadiums? Every last one of them. Every last one of them. You know, um, injuries are real, and when you are losing money and time and possibly uh, and possibly a championship run because you have turf down because it's cheaper and easier to maintain and easier to roll up, put back, roll up, put back. Um, But I I think that's a liability to those that are on the field. So, yes, I believe they should tear it up. Wherever it is in the NFL, um, they should tear it up and get in natural grass 
is much better on your limbs. And as an athlete, that's what you want. You want you want your your playing surface to be conducive to you physically. Right, exactly. I, I agree. I remember uh, Lane Johnson, um, I, was that last year or a couple of years ago, um, he went to make a block and the guy went low and his leg got, but his leg slipped out. And he said, and he came out and said it, he said, thank goodness um, that happened on grass. And that's the reason why my leg was able to slip out. If that was turf, I probably would have got stuck and I could have tore all types of, you would have literally seen my knee go backwards. Mm-hmm. I was like, Ugh. So I agree. I know the NFLPA right now is currently fighting for it, for all their players. Um, and these owners need to start caring more about these players versus their pockets. Um, because the health yeah. of these players are very, very, very important, and this is how they feed their families. So they need That's to right. start being greedy, and these NFL owners tend to be very, very greedy. Yeah. But speaking of that, Princess, now we got to get to the game, the Bills versus the Jets, because <laughs> that was, I'll be honest, uh, that was a, that was a very interesting game. Of course, it became a defensive game. The Bills were struggling a little bit. Um, Aaron Rodgers went down, so it was just defense all the way around. What were your thoughts on the game? Well, my thoughts were that Zach Wilson played a better game in the second half. He got his his mind and his feet up under him, um, and everybody got over the shock that, oh, my gosh, he's in the tent. Oh, my gosh, he's getting on the cart. Oh, my gosh, he's headed to the tunnel, and he's not coming back, and this is now Zach Wilson's game to lead at the quarterback position. Um, I thought the defense played out of their minds, and they took over um, the game and, and took it upon themselves to try to win it by themselves. And Zach Wilson came, you know, and, and played a, a decent um, a, a decent second half. And then, of course, they get the, the run back and, 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 the, and the, the walk-off. So um, I, I thought it was a lot of drama. And we were, if you are a football fan at all, it was Monday Night Football, the first of the season, you were glued to your seats this entire game. And I, I thought it brought everything that you can imagine in one game. Um, and um, kudos to the Jets for pulling it out, uh, for sure. Yeah, that you're talking about a team that hits on all cylinders regarding that defense. That Jets defense is very impressive. Um, look, mm-hmm. I love the 49ers defense, but there's questions about their corners. Right everywhere else, they're pretty set. You know, uh, the the – the, the Cowboys defense is kind of some questions up the middle a little bit. Can Mozzie Smith be that uh, uh, that that plug in the hole that's needed? This Jets defense, I don't see a weakness. I, I don't. They're young. They get to the football. They play well together. They shut down these, these players. Um, the, the corner had three picks. I'm sorry, not the corner, the safety. Jordan Whitehead had three mm-hmm. interceptions. He got his bonus the first game of the season, um, $250,000 bonus. He met that goal in one season. So I'm very impressed with the Jets team. But I will say this about the Bills. I don't know how I feel about Josh Allen. I know everybody's saying he's a top five quarterback. He's this, he's that. But he does this every single year. He plays this hero ball. And it's just his decision-making, to me, is just not up to par. I feel like when Brian Dayball was there a couple years ago, he was, you know, a little bit more improved. But is he 
potentially taking a step back? I don't know because we've seen this last year. Now we've seen this this year. I recently seen a stat where the last 34 games or so, he had about 32 turnovers, which includes about 20-something fumbles, I believe, something like that. Um, that's, that's crazy, and that's since 2001. So that's only a couple years ago. I'm just not sure about Josh Allen, guys. I know he has all the attributes to be a superstar quarterback, to be one of the most talented quarterbacks. But when he plays in the tougher games, the the games that you know, uh, uh, you know, in the playoffs, you know, you win this game, you go to the Super Bowl, you win this game, you you go to the NFC AFC Championship. It's like he can't get it done. What are your feelings on Josh Allen? Well, I have a lot of feelings on Josh Allen, but when if you force him, force him to make a big play, I think sometimes he overcompensates and he wants mm-hmm. to make that that special play in order to win the game or at least and get first down. And you saw he had three turnovers, um, and I know he had three interceptions. I don't know if he had a fumble or not, but the jury is still out. And I do say this as a Cowboys fan, there is more um, spotlight on Dak Prescott's um, interception than it is Josh Allen. And, and I want everybody to know that Josh Allen has that turnover machine within him too. And unless he mm-hmm. cleans it up, um, unless he cleans it up, he is going to be the liability. So goes Josh Allen. So goes the Buffalo Bills. And um, he's going to come back and have a good game, I assume, this week. And I think he'll come back and have some of those same plays and look better at it. But sometimes he reminds me of Brett Favre, just an interception waiting to happen or a mistake mm-hmm. waiting to happen. Um, and you can't do that with the Jets' defense. And they forced him in to do some of those and I thought he made poor decisions. He's going to have to do better. Um, and, I, and I agree with you. Because of that, and because we saw signs of this last year, and here we are in the first game, and this is what he said, um, different year but the same old SHIT, and he is correct. He's going to mm-hmm. have to do better um, because I think he is the key. He is the component. Um, he is uh, the joker. He's the one that's going to be um, that, that that leads them, and so goes them, so goes him. Yeah, Princess, I, I have this question for you. I know I, I also posed this on on Tuesday night as well. Do you think we ten as analysts, fans, so forth? Do you think we ten, even scouts, um, do you think we tend to look at the more physical traits of a player on how good this player will be versus the consistency and execution um, of a player. So Josh Allen, he throws the ball long. He's six foot four. He's two hundred and something pounds. He's mobile, you know. But Purdy, maybe like a Brock Purdy or even a Jalen Hurts coming out, um, it was more of well, we're not so sure. He they don't they're not as tall. They're not as strong. They're not as mobile. Do we look too much into the physical traits of a player? I think the the more you say things, the more people start to be aware of it and internalize it themselves. And I think scouts start that. And then, you know, we are visual people, so we like the fact that Josh Allen is 6'4", and and, and more of a heavier quarterback. He's not scrawny at all. But look at all Mm -hmm. of those who have succeeded. Look at Tom Brady when he came into the NFL. Oh, my goodness. Um, And he, he made himself into a NFL professional player specimen with his body. Um, but, yeah, maybe we fall in love with that. 
Um, we definitely, every year, we say, okay, he's kind of short. You know, I'm surprised that Kyler Murray is still playing because we talked about his height from day one all the way through the combine, even when he was at Oklahoma. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I think that plays a part. Um, but I think the media takes it up from the scouts, and the scouts put out exactly what they want you to know and what you they, the negative they want you to look at or the positive. So, yeah, frame of mind, body built, um, height, weight, all of that plays a part because as humans, we're very visual. And then we start listening to the others, and we internalize that and, 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 and regurgitate that to others. So I, I agree with you. There's something to be said for all of that. Yeah, I, I like to agree. Um, and you brought up a prime example, Tom Brady. You know, he, he was fifth round pick, something like that, or a later round pick, let's put it that way. Um, you know, <laughs> And when you even watch him play, he sometimes when he was first come out, he wasn't the most exciting player to watch, but he did things right. He did exactly what the coach needed him to do, and then he got better, and then he became one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play this game um, by playing the position properly. He didn't over, he didn't try to force things down the field. He always played the way he made plays based off what the defense gave to him. But then when you look at a let's say, Aaron Rodgers a little bit, who's way more talented, makes way more exciting. And when I mean talent, stronger arm, um, you know, more mobile on the field, uh, makes these incredible throws on the run, uh, uh, these Hail Marys constantly. But he's not, he has not been as successful as a Tom Brady. So I agree all the way. I think we have to stop looking at, player traits, but start looking at their hard work, their mentality, are they coachable, things of that nature. Um, But it's going to be interesting. Definitely going to be interesting going forward because we have the Anthony Richardsons of the world, the Bryce Youngs and C.J. Strouds and things like that. So we're going to see what happens. Uh, Princess, you want to keep going or? We're going to to keep going. We're going to run this out and get ready for the Eagles and the Vikings. What you got? Oh, you almost made me get a chair after you said that. I, I held it in. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, for instance, we had a – some games were exciting for some teams on week one. Other games mm-hmm. was eh, – and other games was complete duds on week one. Um, based off – but a lot of teams actually struggled uh, this first week. Do we tend to overreact, fans and analysts, do we tend to overreact a little too much after the first few weeks of the NFL? Yeah, we do. We're waiting for the season to start. You know, in preseason, should we overreact in the first week of preseason? We overreact at the Hall of Fame game. We just can't sit and enjoy um, it for being what it is. But um, also, I think people and teams show you exactly who they are in week one for a lot of it. Sometimes, um, you know, I'm going to give Patrick Mahomes a, a pass. I'm going to give Josh Allen a pass. I'm going to give um, uh, Joe Burrow a pass, you know, one of your favorites. But they, they stunk it up in week one. And um, these are three teams that everybody picked to go far in the NFL this season. So, um, but, yeah, I, I think we do overreact because we're wanting to see. We didn't heard all of this. We've seen all the acquisitions. We watched the draft. We watched OTAs and then, of course, fall practice. And here we are. Um, but, yeah, we, we tend to overreact there. But hopefully if your team is on a run, 
like most, you know, like um, a lot are, then you see the adjustments and you see improvement by weeks two, three, and four. Um, by by four and five, Brittany, you have what you are going to be for the most part unless there's a, a freak injury. Um, but the overreaction in, in, in the first um, game is understandable to me, and, yes, it happens for sure. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I could I, I completely agree. Um, even sometimes I can overreact, you know, especially being a fan of Philadelphia. We are complete overreactors here in Philadelphia. We're just a little too tough on our team. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes, we know what it is with him. He gets Travis Kelsey back. He actually had a decent game. You know, he just didn't have nobody catch the ball. So that was the problem. And he was missing his best player in Travis Kelsey. I am absolutely willing to give Josh Allen another chance because he is a talented quarterback. He just has to stop playing hero ball. I'm giving Jalen Hurts another chance. And that's my quarterback. But he had a complete dud of a first game. You know, just listening to national media, the question is, is Jalen Hurts a superstar? He's terrible. He's this. After one game, and that's when I really had to sit back and think, like, why are we all overreacting when we know it's progression? It's it's a progress. You know, it's mm-hmm. step by step. You're not going to come out being great the first game. Not everybody is capable of doing that the very first game. It's a new team. It's a new system a lot of times, new coordinators, new players, so forth. It takes a few weeks for this team, for, for every team to really gel and understand their roles. And I think us fans, analysts, media, we needed to sit back and say, you know what, let's wait a couple weeks because around, like you said, around week four, week five, we will see exactly what, um, exactly you know, how each team, how their season is most likely going to end up. So, mm-hmm. yeah, boy, yeah. let me tell you, Princess, after that first game, I was a little nervous. <laughs> and you know what? If we took that first game, and, 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 you know, we as division foes, I watched the Eagles game against the Patriots. And when Jalen Hurts fumbled, I'm like, oh, we're going to give this one away, you know? And the Patriots mm-hmm. couldn't do anything. Couldn't, couldn't do anything with it. And I knew after that game that the Eagles fans were not going to be pleased with the Eagles or Jalen Hurts. And here mm-hmm. we are. Shoot, and the, the media jumped on it. And they ate it. You know, I listened to some of the Philadelphia um, media, and they were just concerned, you know, well, what did you know, what did they did in the offseason and all of that. It's just one game. It's just one game. Oh, my. Who, Francis, I, had, I, had to cut, I had to cut the radio off. I had to, it was oh, making yeah. me so sick. I had to cut it. And they were and calling like, in. Mm-hmm. I'm Go like, ahead. this is Jalen Hurts. If we feel this yeah. way, how do you think he's looking at himself? He knows he didn't play well, so we all know Jalen Hurts. He's going to come out and hopefully have a much better game. But that last game was not all on Jalen Hurts. It was on the entire mm-hmm. team. The entire team stunk it up. Um, and every team is going to improve. Every single team in the NFL game. Um, so even them dud of a giant. <laughs> I'm sorry, that game was funny. I was laughing the whole time watching that game. <laughs> the whole time. All right. All right, Princess. So let's get into some of these NFL previews. And you know what? It is Thursday night football. So of course yeah. we gotta start with Thursday night football, which just so happens to be the Minnesota Vikings at my Philadelphia Eagles right here in Philly and I can see the traffic. 
as I was trying to get out of Philly to get home, boy, was that traffic building up in Jersey and across that bridge. Yeah. <laughs> Very bright trying to get to Philadelphia. Your predictions and your thoughts for this game? Um, my thoughts are that uh, the Minnesota Vikings lost, so they're looking to rebound. Um, it's going to be tough in, in, in at the Eagles um, Stadium. So, I mean, and I, I think the Eagles are looking to bounce back, even though they they didn't perform well. They won, and that's what good teams do. Um, they still find a way to win the game and to hold off the other team. But my prediction is that the Eagles will win. Um, I, I want to see what Kirk Cousins and Justin. Justin Jefferson will do against the Eagles defense. Um, and I'm looking at it from a, you know, division foe uh, perspective. I just want to see how well the Eagles adjust, bounce back, and um, play. And do they have a cleaner game than they had last week? Um, but even after week two, even if the, the Vikings are 0-2, the, the season is not over. They still can mm-hmm. come back. But um, – I think more than anything, the Eagles need to, to win this game because they want to stay on a roll and they want to stay ahead of the game. Um, um, you know, and I, I think the division is down to the to the Cowboys and the Eagles, but if we had to pick it right now, I'm picking the Eagles to win the division, you know, just going off what we had in that last year. You can't go off a of week one. So, But I'm picking the Eagles um, by a touchdown. I, I think Kirk Cousins and Justin Jefferson definitely get some yards and some 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 points, but I think the Eagles win by a touchdown. Yeah, um, I'm I'm a little concerned. <laughs> I'm not too concerned. Um, I, I I do believe the Eagles will play a much better game um, than that first game. They just looked like they weren't ready to play. I don't know if it, it looked like rust. It really did look rusty from them not playing at all. I know that's not an excuse. They need to come out and they need to be ready. But they didn't. They look bad. Even the offensive line, which is one of the best in the league, so. Um, I think the offense will get itself together. I feel like our defensive line will be okay. I am a little concerned because we have three starters on a defense that's injured. And that's James Bradbury, the cornerback. Um, Nicole Dean is out, the linebacker. And then our starting safety, Reed Blinkenship, <laughs> is also out. So the young talent for safety. And you're going up against Justin Jefferson, TJ Hawkinson, and Jordan Addison. That's a lot of speed. <laughs> A lot of speed that you need to cover, um, and showing the size, the Eagles defensive coordinator is going to have to draw up a very good defensive plan because it's not like you said they are going to get some yards. Um, I think the biggest win here for the Eagles defensively is you have that defensive line has to put pressure on Kirk Cousins. They're struggling on the offensive uh, uh, line. Their starting center is out, so you got to put pressure on Kirk Cousins. If not, Although I think he's just an okay quarterback, he still will eat you alive. He has some great young receivers on those sides. So I do believe the Eagles will pull it out because I think the offense will do well. But I'm curious to see what this defense is going to be capable of, this young defense is going to do with these uh, uh, three big pieces missing. So it's definitely going to be an interesting game. I'm going to say – Whew, the score is going to be probably about, I'm going to say almost the same as the Patriots. So I'm going to say about 27 <laughs> to 20. So same score for the opponent, but up by a touchdown, because I'm still a little nervous on that back end of the Eagles defense. I really am. All right, let's do one more. All right, let's do one more. So let's see here. Hmm. 
Let's do this one. Let's do the Ravens at the Cincinnati Bengals. Princess, will the Bengals, will Joe Burrow and these Bengals rebound after a week one loss to the Browns? Wow. I hope not. I'm more of a Lamar Jackson fan than I'm a Joe Burrow. And and I've never been a Joe Joe Burrow fan. Um, I have to appreciate what he's done in the NFL and getting to the Super Bowl in, um, in, in year two, if I'm not mistaken. So, or maybe it was year one. I'm not sure. No, year two, because I think he tore his ACL in year one. Um, but they stunk it up, and they have the habit of doing that. But I, I'm going to pick the Ravens uh, in, in this one. Uh, I, I think they had a, a better look in, in week one, and I think they will best them in, in, in week two, although I think the Bengals' defense is something to be um, to look at. I am not sold on Cincinnati Bengals' offensive line. And I think Joe Burrows will be hurt again this year. They have not done anything um, solid for me to fix the offensive line. Yeah, Ravens I don't know. But, yeah, I don't know if I can really disagree with you. Um, mm-hmm. First of all, let me shout out to the Browns because they are a much better team than what I thought they would be. Um, yeah, and I think we need to start talking about Myers Garrett being up there with some of the top uh, uh, pass rushers as far as the Michael Parsons and the Nick Bosa, because, boy, he was working that game. Um, and a lot of players in the NFL say that. They say people tend to forget about Miles uh, Garrett, but he's always hurt, and that's the problem. I think – am I saying his name right? Yes. Um, he's always hurt, and that's been a problem. But he's healthy now. I'm just – yeah. I'm with you. I'm, I'm not sure. They have so much talent with the Cincinnati Bengals, Jamar Chase and T. Higgins, Joe Mixon, Joe Burrow, of course. That offensive line, this is like they cannot seem to get that thing together. And it's been a couple years now, and that has been the Achilles, um, that Achilles heel that's just been impacting them. It's just a rupture. It keeps rupturing for some reason. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Is that that's too early? It's too, too early. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> and I like Lamar, uh, Lamar Jackson, Odell Beckham is there, and I like that young kid in Zay Flowers. I know they're mm-hmm. running back. Uh, Dobbins got hurt, but I still think they're form- formidable enough to beat the Cincinnati Bengals because their defense, the, the Ravens' defense is very, very good, very talented. So I'm also going to go with the Ravens. I'm going to say I think the Ravens win by at least 10 on this one, 10. Yeah, wow. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Princess. So I'm going to shout out real quick. If we could do a quick shout out. I don't mm-hmm. think we talked about it since we've been on air, have we? I don't think. I don't think it happened. Coco? Did we talk about Coco Golf? I can't remember. No. I don't think we talked about, we Coco talked about Golf. her. She was actually, I think she was, uh, uh, no, you, you, we talked about it. We gave her a shout out because she was headed to the finals. But this is the first, oh, yeah, that's right. first show back since she won. So go ahead. Yeah, so I was going to shout out Coco Golf for being a, uh, 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 a young player, 19 years old, for one of the U.S. Open, the finals, tennis. Boy, I'm in love with the Coco, and I'm talking about Coco Golf, not with that song. Yeah. So I, I think it's a little. Princess, I'm going to throw it over to you to close this out. <laughs> yeah, congratulations to Coco and her entire family and dad, who actually, you know, took her to um, the U.S. Open when she was eight years old, and now she here, she is at 19, and she's a U.S. champion, her first glance. 
Grand Slam championship. So that's exciting for sure. Also, I, I want to see um, Anthony Richardson and C.J. Stroud. They are the youngest yes. quarterback since 1950, a combined age of 43. I want to see that matchup coming up this week. They've known each other since high school. So, But I'm excited to see that one and everything that's going to roll out in week two um, in college football in the National Football League. Brittany, have a great weekend, and we'll see you back here next Thursday, okay? Absolutely. Go Eagles, please. <laughs> All right. I'll be watching the game, and if it gets too tough, I'm texting Brittany for sure. Oh, this boy. is <laughs> never had it so good. Sports Radio Vikings and the Eagles coming up at around 8, 815 kickoff. I can't wait. We'll see you next time. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.